Welcome into the Wallies and Wimpies Touchdown City Podcast. I'm Anthony Lewis in the studio today with Derek Bailey and the GOAT, Mr. Avon Coburn. And we are coming off championship weekend and also the bowl announcements are rolling out. West Virginia has accepted a bowl bid. We'll get into that later. But uh, first of all, gentlemen, welcome and Merry Christmas. It's Christmas week. Merry, Merry Christmas, guys. Merry Christmas. Usually we get bowl week starting yesterday. Yeah. Yeah, yesterday's usually bowl week. Yeah, now, everything's little, delayed. Yeah, a little, little strange season here, thankfully. Some good games. Those some good games yesterday. It's mercifully winding down finally. <laughs> mercifully. Yeah. Uh, so, I guess some of the bowl games start tomorrow. They're, Appalachian State plays somebody tomorrow. Maybe Georgia Southern. No, it ain't Georgia Southern. Appalachian State plays somebody tomorrow. It's uh, Appalachian I'm not, State. I'm not real sure. I think it's the Myrtle Beach Bowl. <laughs> what, what do you get with the Myrtle Beach Bowl? Like – is you get like a mullet haircut? Uh, North Texas and Appalachian State, Monday, December 20, 21st, 2.30, Myrtle Beach Bowl. Hmm. Myrtle Beach is making a move. You know, they have that Myrtle Beach round ball classic down there now. Yeah, oh, yeah. They've had that for a long time. But they're, I mean, not, not the high school. Oh, it's the college, the college one, one now. Yeah, oh, yeah, we yeah, played yeah. in That's it. right, that's right, that's right. Um, yeah, Myrtle Beach is making a move here recently. Well, the Chanticleers have really opened some eyes nationwide. Well, you know, it, unfortunately, they weren't able to play in their championship game. Yeah, that I think that kind of it really hurts because if they'd have beat Louisiana a second time, you get them in there. I mean, let's be honest, that committee wasn't putting them in; it didn't matter. But it could have cost them maybe a like a bigger bowl game because I see, I think they're slated to play Liberty. I haven't seen the bowls. Um, I, here's what. So let's get into. I guess was it Friday night USC and Oregon? I had somebody like tooting USC's or a uh, horn at me the other day. And I was like, man, USC has had to come back like three times this year. Let, let me – USC should have lost Arizona, should have lost Arizona State. I don't know, whatever. Here's what I found unfair about that. I don't know. <laughs> well, <laughs> I, I could I – could, I, I mean, they play Oregon on Friday. They were supposed to play Washington. So, all week long they're preparing for Washington while Oregon is setting aside and they can prepare for USC in case they get – because they're the backup. Right. So, then all of a sudden you're playing, you're playing Oregon on what Wednesday it's announced while Oregon's been preparing for you all week. So, you basically got Wednesday and Thursday now, maybe even just Thursday if you've already practiced Wednesday to prepare for Oregon. How fair is that? It's, it's been a crazy year. I don't think anything's really – what I would quote call fair. No, it's not. But uh, so your packed your pack twelve. It's always hard for me to say pack twelve. That's it. I say pack ten still. Your pack twelve champions are the Ducks of Oregon, which you think West Virginia had piss poor numbers a few years back. Did you see the numbers that they were on the Oregon jerseys Friday night? I wasn't paying attention, honestly. I mean, we're in the weeds with that, but they were terrible. <laughs> well, they're terrible. <laughs> I, I just, uh, I mean, I know. Well, and see, the thing is, too, is we're talking about these bowl games. Hell, Washington, Arizona, Arizona State, USC, UCLA, and Utah. That's seven that I know of from that conference that opted out of bowl games. So, yeah, it's going to be interesting to see how these bowls, you know, traditionally, you know, historically, you know, the Big Ten goes to the, the, the Rose. The Rose. And, yeah. And, the SEC plays in this bowl and da 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 da. They really need to just eliminate that this year and just get go for regional matchups and good matchups that people that's, would want to sit down and watch on television. That's what they should have done. Yes, like West Virginia should be playing Pittsburgh, although Pitt opted out. If Virginia Tech's available, but I think they've opted out. Yeah, it, I mean, you know, Kentucky would be a good a good team for them to play. Uh, Penn, well, Penn State opted out. <laughs> yeah, everybody's opted <laughs> everybody's out. opted out. So with well, your Pac-12 champion. So then yesterday. You had um, – let's get into Notre Dame-Clemson. Well, there's really not a lot to talk about. What a joke. That was terrible. That was – I mean, and, and we, we talked about this before we started. That quarterback made their team – so, I mean, yeah, we, they got some defensive players back, but when you know you have a guy, you just play better because you're like, I can mess up. I know he's going to take care of it. Well, Trevor Lawrence is just that good. Here, here's the issue that I have with Notre Dame. How many times do they have to put Notre Dame in a national stage in a huge national game, and they get embarrassed before they stop doing it? I hate to say it. I'm a Michigan football fan as well. Michigan and Notre Dame no longer belong 
within these conversations. Notre Dame does not belong. They are going to get absolutely crushed by Alabama. This game will be over. It'll be like the Oklahoma game a couple of years ago when, uh, when it was like 28 nothing in the first quarter. It's going to look something like that's, that. That's, the only way Notre Dame can even stay in this game is if Alabama goes out there and just plays as bad as they possibly can play. And I just don't see that happening. It's going to be, it, Notre Dame's an embarrassment. They barely beat Clemson with Clemson. <laughs> Clemson's playing. Tell us how you really feel. Well, but the thing is, is we saw them get into the BCS championship game before the playoff. They didn't belong. Alabama beat them forty-two to fourteen. It was twenty-eight nothing at halftime. Uh, prior to that, they got into a BCS game against Oregon State when Oregon State had T.J. Hushmanzada, Chad Johnson. This mm-hmm. has been twenty years ago. Right. They got beat forty-one to nine. No one wants to watch Notre Dame get beat 112 to nothing anymore. People are tired of it. Like, I hate them. I'm not going to sit here and even hide my feelings about it. I yeah. can't stand Notre Dame I hate because, of, because of the way it is with them. But the thing is, is I want somebody in the playoff that I haven't seen get whipped yet. I don't think anybody's going to beat <laughs> Alabama, but I don't want to watch them whip Notre Dame again. I'd rather watch them, watch them whip Cincinnati or, 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 you know, whoever. Yeah, I would, I don't I would love to see that. Because, I mean, it, when you got speed, that, that's, Cincinnati's fast. They got speed, and and I think they, I think in my opinion, they should have. Once they got beat the way they did, because again, if Trevor Lawrence played in the first game, it wouldn't even, it, they wouldn't even be in a conversation. That's, that's exactly the point that I exactly. And if they play the first game over, and and Clemson's guys play, Notre Dame's two lost teams, they're out, they're, they're completely out. out. Right. That's that's the point. It, it's it's ter- it's terrible that. You get beat like that, and then you still get into it, and then you you know you get into the Ohio State that they shouldn't be in it either. I mean, you don't play enough games. They so they played with Northwestern yesterday, and they yeah. looked awful, and they looked terrible. The, the, the running back saved the day. He had three hundred and thirty-five yards or something. But, but it's it, in my opinion, and this this is not a knock against the Northwestern kids. They're they played as hard as they could. They give it their smart. all. They're smart guys. Ohio State's athleticism compared to Northwestern's is completely in another league. Like, here's what I can – when you're looking at Northwestern and they're beating Ohio State 10-6 to 6 in the third quarter, what's the score of Northwestern and Alabama in the third quarter? Hmm. Jeez, that's not even close. That's, that's, I mean, what's the, score, what's the score of Clemson and Northwestern in the third quarter? It's probably not close. You're, I mean, and it's not a knock against Northwestern. It's – Ohio State is not performing at a level that warrants a playoff spot. They may have all the talent in the world. They may have all the talent in the world, but they're not performing at a playoff-level team. I'm sorry, and they haven't beaten anyone worthy of note to get them in a playoff. It's just, again, I mean, obviously this playoff's just about money because everybody's going to watch. But, I mean, if you say that, if you say that, they, you know, they haven't played anybody, I mean – then all you're all you in, in your mind, all you thinking is SEC. You got to play well, SEC to make it. No, no, I mean who who is actually playing outside their conference? Well, well, here's the thing with that though, with the Ohio State thing. First of all, the Big Ten East this year was Penn State, which they started zero and five. They weren't very good. Michigan was dreadful. Michigan State was dreadful. Rutgers, Maryland, and Indiana. Indiana was good this year. I'm not knocking Indiana. It's not taking anything away from Indiana. But when you only play a six-game schedule and your best win is Indiana or Northwestern, and Northwestern lost to that Michigan State out, is that their fault? Though it's not their fault. I'm, it, I mean, I'm, I'm I'm with you. I don't think they they should be in. I don't think they should be in there. However, they should not. They, in my opinion, they they because of their schedule does that doesn't get them out. Be, my thing is because they only played a certain amount of games. Okay, here's the response I have to that. Coastal Carolina's played 11 games. Their strength of schedule going into this past weekend was 77th. Ohio State's was 79th. Coastal Carolina was rated 13th. Ohio State was rated 4th. What's the difference? That's, I mean, that's the issue that I have. And I'm not, again, Ohio State has all the talent in the world. I'm not knocking Ohio State. <laughs> it's just, it's one of those things where, in my opinion, what we're doing here is just we're moving the uh, criteria each year we're changing it each year to just benefit how much money and how many TV ratings we can get. Like, one year you have to win your conference championship, and then Alabama doesn't win their conference championship, so that doesn't matter. Right. You know, then the next year, oh, well, we need conference champions because the four teams that they wanted in won their conference championship. And then the next year it doesn't matter. I mean, it's just, oh, well, you only played six games, but because you say Ohio State on your jersey instead of Coastal Carolina, we'll put you in. I mean, it's it's wrong. It's all completely wrong. It's I just agree. it's it's completely wrong. Well, we knew that nobody from the Big Twelve was going to make the Final Four, but the Big Twelve Championship was yesterday, 
And I thought Iowa State was going to make that comeback. And I tell you what, um, uh, what's his name? The coach from Iowa State. Matt Campbell. Matt Campbell. I just blanked out. I'm sitting there picturing him. He – I thought he was going to stroke out on the sideline yesterday. <laughs> they were they were trying their best to cheat cheat Iowa State yeah. yesterday. The, the offsides penalty, I really really thought he was going to get thrown out of the game. I thought he, I, I thought he, he was getting the heave I think he should have though, because that dude he went all the way across. The, I mean, he had to hit the guy. There's no. I mean, oh no. Oh, I thought you were talking about he should have been thrown out. I was going to say I don't think they threw him out because I think they realized they blew the call. No, that's what, but I mean, he should have got the coach should have got thrown out. Like he should have got. So, so help me clarify because I always so I always used to think if you jumped into the neutral zone on defense and you got back, you were you were safe. I don't think that is. But the then case. that and then they changed the rule. If you jump into the neutral zone, it's a neutral zone infraction. They jumped twice on one play, and they didn't even throw a flag. Once he, I think he made. The last the one, he came all the way across. Yeah. I think the rule here is how I understand it. If you jump across and get back, you're fine. If you jump across and a guy causes a false start, then you're offsides. Or if you yes. jump across and touch, you're offsides. The thing is, is the first time they didn't touch anybody and the guy didn't center the ball. If he'd have centered the ball, it'd obviously right, been a, it obviously right. been Or if they'd have jumped, it would have been offsides. Now, the second time, it looked like the guy jumped all the way offsides and just touched, every, touched, touched the center. Well, I'm shocked they didn't throw a false start flag on – uh, Iowa State because the the guy that was in motion started jumping up and down and waving his arms. He was like, "What the fuck? What, you know, what are y'all doing? Throw the flag!" And I'm shocked they didn't throw a flag on him for that. But that was a horseshit call. But you know, I think that I think his emotion on the sideline um, maybe correct. was 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 correct and probably to light a little bit of a fire under their ass a little bit and get them going. I like I like him. And I, I hope he sticks around. I, I hope like, he doesn't. I hope he comes to West Virginia if Matt, uh, like, <laughs> if the other guy. But but to be honest with you, the players blew that. If that a, guy jumps off, all you have to do is move or center the ball. Center the, the center, ball. just center I mean, the ball. The guy right across him, oh, he touched. Just fall back. You yeah. win. Like yeah. they they got the first down anyway. And what did Ohio, did Iowa State in yesterday? Unfortunately, it was interceptions. Yeah. He threw three picks, and you just can't do that when you're trying to mount a comeback like yeah. that. And I was shocked too because usually that's that's not him his mo. And no. I mean he that I mean the way he did. So I, they should have called a timeout right there. They they have should they should have called a timeout on that play because that play was just breaking I, down from from the from the before it even started. Well, did they have a timeout at yeah. that point? They I, had, I think they, they had, had a timeout left. They I think were, they had They were one still anyway. shuffling guys yeah. onto the field, yeah. and it was a mess. Yeah. And it was a mess, and it just got it got out of hand. He should have just said, "Okay, timeout. Let's run this. You know, calm down." Right. He, I, I'm like, man, that this is this is not going to end well. <laughs> and it didn't. And, and it, it didn't. didn't. And he threw. I mean, he just threw it up. Like, why would you yeah, do that? I mean, that? it was third down too. If you're gonna throw it up, throw it out of bounds. Just throw it out of bounds. And give yourself a fourth down play. Yeah, he just tossed it out there. But uh, so you know, so basically, we've already started kind of diving into it a little bit. The final four was announced, and it looks like it's well, it's going to be Alabama and uh, Notre Dame in the Sugar Bowl, uh, and then Clemson and Ohio State in the now. Uh, moved. They've moved Rose it Bowl. to. It's the Rose Bowl, but it's in Texas. I guess they're moving it to Dallas. Maybe Jerry, are they playing Jerry it in World. Jerry World? I, I would. I would assume they're playing at Jerry World yeah. because I think they're allowed. They allow fans. Like they're allowed to have fans at Jerry World. I don't yeah. know how many, but they're allowed. They allow they fans. Can, so I watched a fight last night, and it was sold out. Yeah, I'm like, wow, what pandemic? <laughs> That's what I said. I'm like, what pandemic? Well, I mean, I, I, you know, obviously here in West Virginia, we're like third in the nation as far as the spread. So they're having to clamp down. And California just doesn't care. They're just like, we're cutting this shit out. Like, y'all can't do nothing out here. Don't <laughs> right. don't even come out here. That's probably the best thing to do, though. It probably, uh, you know, here it's neither here nor there. But, yeah. um, you know, the, the thing is they moved it. And now we've got a matchup, which is going to be interesting. I'm, I'm kind of glad they moved it because – um, it's going to give up the opportunity for Ohio State fans uh, to go, and Clemson fans to go down to Texas and, and watch the game. I think the family should be able to go. And it's funny, you know, one statement by a football coach, by a couple of football coaches, causes the committee to move the bowl. Because they basically said, you, you guys tried to play us, put us out in that bowl, and our families can't come, we ain't playing. That was what Notre Dame's coach said, Brian Kelly, and Dabo Sweeney said the same thing, but – unfortunate because Brian Kelly's team forgot to show up for championship Saturday, yeah. so we know they're not coming to the bowl game. Well, if, if I was in their family, I would come and watch this. Uh, oh, man. That, that's terrible. I, it, they, again, they should not be in this game. They got destroyed. 
They got and, and it's gonna be. I mean, I just. I mean, again, I, I don't think. I know you guys think. I think Clemson's gonna win this thing. They have something. They got something. I know Alabama is is. I, Clemson, that quarterback is special, man. He is he really absolutely is. special. The thing I the thing I think about Clemson, and I told Anthony this earlier, is I think Clemson has the best quarterback, and I think he's phenomenal. I really do. But I don't think they have a player like Pitts or number one for Florida that can exploit the matchup problems that Florida exploited on Alabama. Now, if they can find that, if they can find that, Clemson's going to have a great, great that that right. game's going to be wild. It could be fifty-two to forty-five that, before it ends. It could be like the SEC championship game. Their running back is actually he's oh that he's guy. fantastic too. He's that I mean because of because of what Florida did, I think they can move him around. I mean he he catches the ball well. He you know if they put him in position to do it, matched up with linebackers, I mean, he's, he's going to dominate. Yeah, I think that's I think. Um, well, first of all, let's just look at it. Alabama is going to blow Notre Dame out. Yeah, period. As a, close. As, um, a, as a Michigan fan, though, what would be more twenty twenty for me than Notre Dame playing Ohio State for a national title? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I, I think love that, huh? I don't. I don't. Yeah, Notre, I don't. I don't think Notre Dame stands. I, this is going to be like LSU and Oklahoma last year, in my opinion. Now here's yeah. now here's the thing. I think if the Ohio State team that people these obviously the committee thinks Ohio State if they show up. You're going to see a shootout in that game, I think. I think you're going to see some points, and I think Clemson may get their run, get a, get a little uh, run for their money against Clemson or Vegas, Ohio State. Vegas usually knows, and Ohio State's only about a seven and a half point underdog. I can see this being a game. Ohio State again, they have a boatload of talent. There is talent all over that field, but for some reason, they're not playing at the level that they should be performing at. And everybody can say, oh, well, they've had guys out with COVID and guys out with this and guys out with that. Look, that's fine. Not our problem. But you're you're losing a ball game 10-6 to 6 yesterday against a Northwestern team that, again, they're very disciplined, very good team, very – but the <laughs> athletic difference – Very is, disciplined. It's, I mean, it's a very good – they're a good Smart. team. <laughs> Like, like they play the but you have a good personality. But I mean, you know, well, I mean, it's like it's like the team that goes out there and they're really fundamentally sound. They give their hundred percent best effort, but they're just not very like, like a they good don't Navy have the team. best. Yeah, like they don't have the greatest <laughs> talent. They don't have the greatest talent. And right. Northwestern, it's not a knock on them. It's just true. And Ohio State, meanwhile, probably has thirty-five guys that are going to be in the NFL one day. Northwestern probably has seven, and you're losing to that team ten to six through the in the third quarter. It's just they're well, not I mean, performing again, at a level that's deserving of a when, playoff when, spot. I mean, they said they had twenty-two people, twenty-two players that didn't play last yesterday that that should have played. And again, it makes a difference. You know what I mean? They don't have a they don't have a Trevor Lawrence that was out. I think you know if they had if they had that guy, if their quarterback was out, it would be worse. Right? You know what I mean? They. They still had hope, but at the same time, I, you know, you got twenty-two guys out, regardless of you know where they are plugged in. It's gonna, it's gonna affect. Yeah. You know, it's gonna affect. And regardless of talent-wise, I don't care how much talent you got. If you're, if you have three starters out in in a, in a, in, a, in on a team, and then your backups are out too, it's gonna be hard to. Okay, you you can step in this week and play next man up, but it's gonna it's not gonna be as fast and as and as explosive as, as it right. would be. Well, let me ask you guys this. Did the committee get it right? No. 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 If, all right, so if you're going to take a team out, who do you take out and who do you put in? Uh, I or would, do you take two teams out? I would take out, I would take out at, least, at least Notre Dame and put Cincinnati in. Mm-hmm. Like I said, I don't care how bad Cincinnati gets beat. I just want to see somebody different get beat bad. Why should Notre Dame? Why, <laughs> I want to see somebody else get their ass whipped. Well, well, I mean, why should we continue to watch Notre Dame get beat forty-two to fourteen when Cincinnati can go? I mean, West Virginia can go get beat forty-two to fourteen. Why not put West Virginia in? No, I think that get worse. But. <laughs> well, but you see, but you, the, the point—that's the point right. I'm making. Like, why should we continue to watch these teams get their ass whipped when we know what's coming? Like, I would rather see Cincinnati in there. Now, Texas A&M—they lost fifty-two to twenty-four to Alabama. You could argue for them, but if you're going to leave Notre Dame out, then you can't put Texas A&M in. So that's fine. Uh, but I would rather see Coastal Carolina get a shot. Uh, I would rather see Oklahoma, who I think's been one of the better teams in the last six, seven weeks than Notre Dame and Ohio State. At least Oklahoma played ten, twelve games. Yeah, yeah. So, so go ahead. I, I was going to say I, I I would definitely take Notre Dame out and put Cincinnati in, um, just for the just you know just for the fact that again they're undefeated. 
give them an opportunity to to I mean they got speed. They're, they 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 have difference makers on that team that can really, you know, supercharge a game. And Notre Dame got Molly Wap. Like nobody that's, wants to see that, that again. That's that's the the whole issue right there. I mean, is exactly and, and the fact and the fact and, and I would I would I would beg to differ with, with Texas A and M because that happened early in the season. So I, I I would take I mean on on that side of it I would take um, Ohio State out and put Texas um, Texas A and M in yeah. b- because of the fact that happened early in the season and 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 the Clemson. Y- y- you just got beat yesterday. You, it, you, you're gone. Get, get, you get out of here. Get your, get out the club. Like you just, he got beat. They got beat so bad. It, it, it was. They played their way out of the playoff yesterday, and they, and they should have just stuck with it. Like they, they just cowards, man. And the thing is, is, is what you're saying about Texas A&M, and I, I kind of agree with that point too. Here's another thing I could say about Texas A&M. What if in week two their game with Alabama was canceled, and they're sitting there right now nine and zero. Why not put them in? Because right. Ohio State had all these games canceled and postponed. Well, what if Texas A&M's game with Alabama was postponed? They right. don't even play it. They're nine and zero. Why right. not put them in? I mean, if you if you can only take one of the two teams out, if you can only take Notre Dame or Ohio State out, I had it as Alabama, Clemson, Texas A&M, and Ohio State. Because hmm. I would have take Notre Dame does not belong in there, in my no. opinion. I mean, that's the final four I had, and and. I'm hoping, and I don't even know the bowl, other bowl matchups, so that'll leave the peach, the fiesta, the cotton, and the orange. I'm hoping um, you get some good matchups and some of these teams get to play. I'm reading here Coastal Carolina is going to play Liberty, like you mentioned earlier. I was hoping they were going to play Georgia in the peach bowl. Well, see, they said Indiana didn't even make one of those bowl games. Indiana 6-1 and one in the Big Ten, that is unfair. That is ridiculous. That's terrible. They didn't make the peach. The what? what the, the New other Year's four, Day. One is the New Year's Six. They didn't make one of those bowl games. That's pathetic. Yeah, that's you know the way I looked at it was you should reward. So you're not going to let Cincinnati play and Coastal play in a, in, in the Final Four. That's fine. Put them in the New York New Year's Six Bowl right. and make it regionalized. And, and, so, and now you have an opportunity to kind of make some good matchups. Yeah, something fun for us to watch. You know, because that's what we want to do. Watch, yeah. Right, watch good football games. I was hoping they were going to put Coastal and Georgia in the Peach, Oregon and Iowa State in the Fiesta, uh, Oklahoma and Notre Dame in the Cotton, because I think that's yeah, a good matchup. that would have been a good yeah. matchup. And then uh, Cincinnati and Florida in the Orange Bowl. Yeah, I would have been fine. I am fine with anything. But I don't even know. I mean, I guess I could look we, it up real quick, but I don't know what the matchups are going to be. I, I do know that Coastal's going to play Liberty. The issue that's that terrible. I have with in this the camping com- bowl or whatever. With, with, this, com- with this committee in this format. Everybody keeps saying, well, the group of five, the group of five, the group of five. We have the, the committee over and over for seven weeks said, we have the greatest amount of respect for Cincinnati. Well, obviously you don't. Right. Quit lying to the people. No respect. Quit lying no to respect. them because you keep dropping them. They're not in there. Okay, so Central Florida, I'm going to use this as an example. They went undefeated a couple of years ago and declared themselves national champions. I'm fine with that. They also were rewarded with a large bowl game and beat didn't they beat LSU? Oh, they beat them bad, yeah. and, too. Okay. Oh, no, they beat Auburn. I'm sorry, they beat yeah. Auburn. The next year, they had another great year, and they went out and lost to LSU, but they lost their quarterback early in that ball game, and they still performed well. If these teams are able to p- compete with these teams like they've shown over the years, they also – Central Florida also beat Baylor one year mm-hmm. in a bowl game, and I believe it was the Fiesta Bowl. Um you know, if they've shown the ability to compete with these schools, what more proof do you need? Like, you're not – put them in. Put them in like this year would have been a perfect reason to put Cincinnati in there and say, listen, if you get in there and you get beat by 70, this shows you why you don't belong. Okay, right. fine. Give them their shot, though. Why not? Well, this shot. So, I just spit my – what I thought were going to be my, my projections. Uh, here are the official New Year's Six Bowl. The, the Orange Bowl, it's going to be A&M in North Carolina, which they snuck Carolina in. Um, Three loss, North Carolina. They were a team I kept throwing around a little bit for the for this, so I'm not surprised to see them. I, I went back and forth with them a little bit, but I was trying to reward Coastal and Cincinnati, so I left them out. Um, Oregon, Iowa State in the uh, Fiesta Bowl. Three loss, Iowa State. Yeah, um, and also Cincinnati, Georgia in the Peach, which yeah, that's go. actually a good, that's fine. I'm fine with that. And Oklahoma, Florida. Three loss, Florida. Yeah, but I mean that's really two loss, Florida. But they didn't get their <laughs> ass whipped. No, 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 and, and their three – well, the thing is, the LSU loss was horrible. That's but, a bad loss. But the, they, they lost to Texas A&M and, and, and Alabama, so that's really not bad losses. But, like, Indiana didn't – they're not in it. 
Mm. Unless they've opted out and I'm unaware. I mean, Indiana didn't make a, a New Year's Six Bowl. Northwestern didn't. If make I was going to replace bowl. any teams, I would take North Carolina out, put Indiana in. I think North Carolina should be out. They lost three ball games, and in the three ball games, they lost to uh, they lost to Notre Dame pretty convincingly. I believe they lost to Virginia forty four forty one, and they lost. I can't remember. They lost to Florida State. Come on now. In the Citrus Bowl, you know, and you can't spell Citrus without UT. <laughs> Coach uh, Sperry there. Uh, Auburn in uh, Northwestern in the Citrus Bowl. There you go. So it looks like, let's see here. That's really all that's been (laughs) announced. Peyton just wanted to be the Citrus Bowl MVP. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, The Dukes Mayo, I guess this is the old Continental Tire Bowl. Uh, Wake Forest in Wisconsin. (laughs) Cheese and mayonnaise, right on. (laughs) Uh, The Alamo Bowl is uh, Texas and Colorado. Oh, that's a good old-fashioned Big 12 matchup. Yeah, that, see, I will watch I'll that. I like that. Yeah. Uh, Miami and Oklahoma State. I think that's going to be a good football game. They're I, in the Cheez-It Bowl. Could, the the Cheez-It Bowl. All right. Rock on. Which, which, what bowl, bowl is that? It's in Phoenix. Is that the old Insight.com? That's probably the Insight.com. Yep. Which yeah. was at one time the Motel 6 Bowl. Uh, there was all kinds of names Cactus for it. Bowl. Yeah, it's been all kinds of names. Uh, again, we've had this conversation. They just need to name the bowl. Like, it's the Liberty Bowl, yeah, right? get a different and then, and then It's and the AutoZone Liberty Bowl. Yeah. You know where the hell you're going. I don't. Yeah. Where's the cheese it bowl? I don't know where the cheese it bowl is. So stop. <laughs> the cheese it bowl. So and it's still I like those um, matchups. So I mean, but you know, we've we've rambled here for 25 minutes about this final four. I don't think they got it right again. And this kind of proves my point. And I think you guys are, you maybe agree with me on this. I don't know if you do. We. I don't think they need a four a four team playoff. I think the old BCS system got it right 95 percent of the time. Right. I, I think so as well. I, 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 four teams doesn't doesn't get it it has to be it, you, because those teams that's just on the bubble i mean there's always gonna be somebody on the bubble depending, always depending on how big how big the, uh the, it the, is the tournament it, is. here's yeah. here's the other thing too oh we need an 18 playoff why do we need an 18 playoff i don't want to watch alabama go out there rank number one and play whoever's ranked number eight and beat them by 50 all the 18 playoff does is give Sac- clemson and alabama two more ass whippings to lay before they play for a national so title. yeah so what alabama uh, would play like iowa state or something yeah i mean you'd have iowa state or, Al- or oklahoma play in alabama north carolina and then they're like oh we'll make it 16 okay well let's make it 16 whoever's 16th that's fine alabama. let's yeah. send them to tuscaloosa <laughs> and let's let them get their ass kicked by 50 honestly and then they'll go home happy what they need to do is just pick the top eight conferences, power conferences, and just take the champions and let them play it out. It's yep. it's got to be. There's got to be a better way. I mean, I'm I'm a hundred percent. I've said it since it was implemented. I hate the playoff. I can't stand it. It just it destroys the sport for me. Yeah. And I like the BCS better. The reason being, and I'll say it until I'm blue in the face. Next year, next year in a normal year, say we're sitting around in the middle of October on a Saturday and we're watching, and Alabama gets upset by LSU and and. Uh, Ohio State gets upset at uh, at Wisconsin, and Clemson gets upset, say, at, at Florida State. One, two, and three go down on the same Saturday, and then whoever's number four, say, is some kind of a – say it's a, a Oklahoma, who cares? And they win, and they bolt the number one, and they're undefeated, and they finish undefeated, and USC in the Pac-12 finishes undefeated. You got one versus two right there. There's your BCS National Period. Championship game. Mm-hmm. And all this playoff done has taken away those upsets to where they mean something. The margin for error now is greater for those teams, and uh, it just ruins it for me. Like I, I, it used to be news when when the number one team in the country lost, but now it's right. just like, well, it doesn't matter they're because gonna they're going to get in there and beat the, the hell out of everybody. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly. All right, well, let's take a break, and when we come back, we'll talk a little bit about West Virginia's bowl. They have accepted a bowl to the Liberty Bowl. Uh, I guess an SEC opponent, but we'll go over that a little bit. And actually, we'll go. To, there, there's some other news and notes. Um, apparently, I need to look up some uh, coaching news. I guess I, I don't like to talk rumors. I hate because I hate message boards and things like that because people just. Well, put, if it was on the internet, you know it was true. Well, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So uh, we'll talk a little bit about that when we come back. Hey, my dear fans, this is Brian Joswiak, the Touchdown City Podcast. will be right back. Don't throw your money out the window. Get the look you want, the home efficiency you need, and the first-class service at Daub's Windows and Doors. New replacement windows and siding will beautify your home. They specialize in siding, flooring, and small remodeling jobs, all at a price you can afford. If you're looking for first-class service, Daub's Windows and Doors is the way to go. Find them on Facebook or call 304-545-1503. Again, that's 304 545 1503. 
Now you can watch all the live HD TV in real time for just $30 a month. If you want access to networks, cable networks, sports, news, and premium movie channels for just $30 a month, Say Uncle TV is the service for you. www.sayuncletv.com. No contract, no credit check, and no extra fees. You pay just $30 a month. Say Uncle TV offers hundreds of live high-def channels, including CMT, AMC for The Walking Dead, TCN, and every cable network in the universe. Including your favorite hunting and fishing networks. For only $30 a month, SayUncleTV.com. Get all local and premium networks like NBC, you can't miss Blake on The Voice, CBS, ABC, Fox, and more. Get cable networks too, like Fox News. And get full access to all sports, including NFL, NBA, MLB, NHL, NASCAR, and much more. Yes, sir, only $30 a month with no credit check, no contract, and no other fees. SayUncleTV.com. Get yours now. This is Chris Walters, owner of Integrity Insurance Group, and we are proud to sponsor the Wally and Wimpy's Touchdown City podcast. If you're in the market for home and auto insurance, give us a call. Our number is 304-346-9181, and we are where Mountaineers come to shop and compare their insurance rates. We are headquartered here in West Virginia, and there's always a local agent ready to help you. Let's go, Mountaineers. Yeah, hello, this is Major Harris, and you're listening to the Touchdown City Podcast. Welcome back to the Wallies and Wimpies Touchdown City Podcast. This segment is presented by our friends Ding. at Integrity Insurance. And Chris Walters is the owner of Integrity Insurance. And if you need home or life or any type of insurance, check them out at IIGWV.com. So just going through the bowl announcements, it's bowl Sunday. The crappy Final Four has been announced, which whatever, you know. But uh, West Virginia has accepted a bid to the Liberty Bowl, which is kind of where we've been – where I was kind of, I'm, I'm like, I was kind of, I'm happy about that because uh, that is a New Year's Eve bowl. It's like at four. It's a traditional bowl too. I like that. It's been played forever. Like these bowl games that have been played forever, I like them. Like the Sun Bowl, I love the Sun Bowl. That, you, think about the players though, bro. Nobody want to go to the goddamn Liberty Bowl. It's cold. Nobody wants to go to a cold bowl. Go down to Memphis, Memphis man. man. Get, get you some barbecue. Ribs. God, what's wrong with you? Go down to Bill Street. Go to BB King's. Nope. Man. I want warm weather. I want to see some palm trees. I guess there are some palm trees in Memphis, maybe. No. 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 A lot of shooting. Yeah. <laughs> Crime rate tie. You know you know who Elvis is, right? Yeah. Go to okay, Graceland. I was just making yeah. sure. Yeah. You can go down to Graceland yeah. toward the facility. I, I like the Liberty Bowl. I like the bowl games that have been played forever. I just for some reason I just like the tradition of them, like the, the bowls that have been played over. Sun and Bowl. Over and over. Yeah. Michigan man, that's why. Yeah. I like I those. Just, Gator Bowl. Gator Bowl, Sun Bowl, uh Fiesta Orange, Rose, Sugar, Cotton, Peach. Those bowls are those are the ones that matter to me. Like the uh Beefo Brady's bowl, the Cheese It Bowl. <laughs> not real I don't really care about much. About yeah, at some point they just started adding all these bowl games to it. Now I get it to fill up the schedule. But I honestly don't understand why they would play a bowl game after Christmas on a Tuesday afternoon when most people have to go back to work. I mean, at least move them to the evening where people, you know, if you're a fan of a team, right. you know, if I'm a, a Ball State fan and they're playing in the, um, you know, the Dildo Bowl, <laughs> I can watch it versus – Ball State with the Dildo, I like that. <laughs> you, know, <laughs> you, you know, at least uh, I can watch it. If it's on 2.30 in the afternoon on a Wednesday – there's nobody watching that. No, I put them on at night. As, well, that's the other the other thing we talked about ESPN before too. It's that you know they've got control of all this. I don't know if you're wanting people to watch, like put the games on when you can watch. Like instead of you know New Year's Day, I told y'all we've been through this over and over. There used to be like ten games. Well, now there's like three because they want to put them all on TV. But then they're putting games on at one o'clock. Well, now this year, this this year there are games on New Year's Day. Thank God. Well, that's because of the way all the playoffs, the playoff, and it falls, and you know, there's New Year's Eve games, there's New Year's Day games. So this year, TV wise, um, it's great up until the championship. Because, yeah. you know, who can sit up? They don't kick off till 9 o'clock on a Monday night. Why they're not playing that on Saturday either is and, – and I know Travesty. That, well, and the thing is, is they'll say, oh, well, we don't want to compete with the NFL. I get you. Fine. Play it on a Friday night. Play it on Saturday. Play it Saturday at noon. People will watch. Saturday night, 8 o'clock kickoff. Well, the NFL's over. 
Well, usually, though, the NFL has playoff games on Saturday night there when this would be played. Who cares? But that's the thing. Who cares? Who cares? If people want to watch the NFL, let them watch the NFL. The people that want to watch college football, watch college football. You're still going to get plenty of ratings. You know how much NFL I watch? Probably about as not as much as I do. I don't watch a whole. Like you know I when I to. walk in here and sit down for a few minutes. That's about all you watch. watch. That's all I watch. <laughs> That's all I watch. As well. I haven't watched near the NFL that I used to. I mean, I still watch it, but I don't watch it like if there's a Tuesday night college game, I'm watching the Tuesday night college game. It's so you know I grew up a Steeler fan, and during the so the Bill Cowher era and all that stuff. But as soon as you figure out the NFL's rigged. It kind of it's kind of like when they tell you there's no more Santa Claus. Well, it I ruins mean, it for you. It's so funny because you sit there and you watch these games, and I've been saying that myself for years upon years upon years that I do. I think I think even it's in the college game now where they'll an official will drop a flag or something, and it'll just be like, "What the hell did they just call?" So you saying the NFL is like wrestling? I think it is. Yeah, I thought it just. There's going to be a lot of people on here. Like, damn it! You, just you didn't ruined. go to those meetings when you were with the Lions. Like, here's how this game ends. <laughs> you and Vince McMahon and Shit. you guys <laughs> and <Vince McMahon. laughs> figure out how this game is going to end. Right. We need to write an ending to this. I thing. mean, all it takes, though, all it takes, and this is not. I think, I think the officials control the lines. Right. Like, if they need, they can't let this team score. They'll holding, drop them back, make them kick a field goal, keep it on the under. Yeah. They mess with those lines. They do. I swear. I bet. I've, I've bet enough to know. <laughs> I'm not. I, hey, I'm not saying it's not. I mean, I, I agree. I, I, some some things. I mean, some things. It's just. It's just unexplainable. It's if you unexplainable watch. It, if you watch enough. If you watch enough, like like I do, because you know, I sit here with my brother and I watch five games of it sometimes at a time on Sundays, and you watch enough, like uh, Pittsburgh in the Thanksgiving Day, we talked about the coin flip. Right. Oh, the man said heads. The man said heads. When he's clearly plain as day, said tails. <laughs> I mean, it's plain as day. And and then the lines go down, kick a field goal, game over. I mean, what? Party over. <laughs> <laughs> so let me ask you this: So you don't like cold bowls? You don't? I mean, no. as a player, you think like you would not be excited to go to Memphis? I would not. I, I would. I mean, it it would be. It. I wouldn't. I, especially like now. Like now, I definitely wouldn't be in today's era. In it, today's era, I'm like, if it's not the championship, I mean, if if they played, if they played the national championship in a cold, in a cold, then it'd be different. But any other bowl game, I'm out. I'm like, look, I this right here, and this is not a knock on Avon. I'm not knocking Avon at all. What he's saying though is why you get game, teams in bowl games. There's one team. Well, there's not one team. Sometimes there's a team that's excited to be there, yep. and sometimes there's a team that's not excited to be there, mm-hmm, and it right. shows up in these bowl games. Every 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 every, every game. There's yeah. always going to be. You're, you're rarely going to find two people excited to be in that it, game, unless yep. it's unless it's a Rose Bowl game or yep. you know one one of the big one of the big ones. That's why I think A and M's in trouble. Well, see, I'm I'm anxious to see how this plays out because A and M can go out and make a statement. Or they can just go out and just be flat as a pancake. It's going. I mean, it rarely ever goes. It, it's always one way or the other. Georgia a couple of years back got went out there and lost to Texas, I believe it was. Just looked awful mm-hmm. after they were in a playoff push, and they just looked awful in that game. And uh, I've seen Alabama go out. They got absolutely destroyed by Utah in a Sugar Bowl about mm-hmm. twelve years ago when they lost an SEC championship game when they were undefeated. Uh, Oklahoma destroyed Alabama in a Sugar Bowl when they had a shot for a national championship. It goes, I mean, it's usually, you know. Sometimes you get matched up with a team that you. That, that team's excited. Well, when you see Alabama on that line and you're Utah and you're like, oh, man. Well, look at Oklahoma. What happened to them when they played Boise? Yeah, there, there you go. There's another one. And, and see. I, I still think that Georgia did the same thing to West Virginia. I don't think they took West Virginia serious. They may not have. They yeah. may not have. Because, see, they had to play that Sugar Bowl right in their backyard. Yeah. They didn't get to go anywhere. They didn't get to, you know, it was probably just like a home game for them. And, and they were like, eh, eh, who cares? West Virginia, West Big Virginia. East, got a freshman quarterback, freshman tailback. Meanwhile, Steve Slayton breaks Tony Dorsett's <laughs> rushing record. Kills everybody. In the first quarter, it's 28 nothing. <laughs> like, damn, um, what happened now? What You know, it's, we're going into Christmas. I, when I think of uh, Christmas, like I, when we, when I know when you were playing, you always had to travel on Christmas Day. Right, that always stunk. I like that though. I I, I, I like the fact that you get to go home and then you get to travel. Like that to me was was cool. Um, I I didn't like the fact where you go and and you 
I, I would like to leave from the place to go to where we're leave from home going to where we're going. I don't like to go back to Morgantown. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't like. I don't like to like if I'm in Morgantown the entire time, then I leave from Morgantown on Christmas to go. I you know they, let us go home and let us jump on a plane and come down. I think that's what we did on our in our um our last game when when I played in um Tennessee. It was cool. It was cool to do that, but I, I really didn't. I didn't want to be there. It was terrible. I mean, and again, you you look at you can look at it in several different ways. Like you know, if you're excited to be there, and some people were, I, I just wasn't. I mean, I I really felt like we got hosed. Like we played our ass off that year, and we got we got shamed by 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 the system. You know, the man put her finger put the finger for, on us and for, said, "Who was Notre that? Dame? Who, who was that? Notre who? Dame." And that's why I hate Notre Dame. I'm not. Gonna, I hate Notre Dame for that reason. There was no there was no doubt but in my mind. Didn't they lose one more game than you guys did? Yes, and they jumped over you. Yeah, and, and they went to they played um somebody and got blew out. Not blew the out. They lost. But they were winning three to thirty one yesterday. Avon, oh, did you not man. see it? That was an incredible <laughs> performance. It was three to thirty one. They yeah. were winning. But, I mean, but at the same time, man, it's it's one of those games that um. When, when the team is excited, when you get two teams, like when I went to Arizona my, my first year uh, as a freshman, I think they played in the um, inside.com bowl. No, not inside. Was that inside.com bowl? Your true freshman year? Yeah. yeah. 98. Went to play Missouri. Me, I was excited. I don't know if everybody else was, but I was super excited about that game. I just felt like, man, we're, we're you know, we're, we're here. We can we can go and, and win this game. And it's, it's two good teams playing. I, I don't know if everybody else felt that way. Mm-mm. No, because that team underperformed. Yeah, oh, oh, absolutely. Like we we should have been a lot better than what we were. Because if um, I remember correctly, they lost to Miami. They lost to Ohio. See that Ohio State game. I think never, didn't never. I think if that Ohio State game was the second game of the season, they would have been. It would have rebounded a little better. I think that Ohio State game knocked that team for a loop. But they lost to uh, Virginia Tech, I believe. Miami. They lost to Ohio State, Miami, Virginia Tech, and then they lost the bowl game to uh, Missouri, Missouri and finished eight and four. Yeah. And then lost to, and then beat Syracuse. Yeah, that so, yeah. Syracuse boy. That, that game game's on ESPN. Crazy. That oh. game's on ESPN Classic every now and then. Boy, there was some talent on the field for Syracuse oh. that night. Just Woo. for the record, uh, Notre Dame lost to um, the Wolfpack of North Carolina State, twenty-eight to six. Yeah, another another great performance in a bowl game by. Uh, well, what did Notre they? Dame. Don't they have the record for most bowl conse- like? Consecutive bowl losses? Yeah. Didn't they set that record? They broke West Virginia's record. I mean, that's the thing. They broke West Virginia's record, and we're bowing down to Notre Dame. It absolutely drives me nuts. And the thing is, is like, yes, I get it. They're a TV draw. Don't get me wrong. There's going to be millions and millions and millions of fans tune in to watch them get their shit shoved in on New Year's <laughs> night. Because everybody's going to want to watch it. But they don't belong, and everybody knows they don't belong. <laughs> hey, just for the record, they were down 21-3 to at halftime in that game. Wow. Yeah. And I promise you, we would have came out competitive in that game. I, I think so. I think you guys would have played up that day. We, I mean, bro, we were supposed to be there, and we would have been happy to be there. And I would have made sure that everybody, if they didn't want to, I would have coached, send their ass home. And, and send them home. That's the issue. Notre Dame probably wasn't even happy to be there, and they didn't even deserve to be there anyway. Right. You know, because they're probably looking at, oh, we're playing NC State. Well, guess what? You're probably going to get your ass kicked because you don't beat anybody anyway. I mean, it is what it is. It is what it is. So it's Christmas. What do you guys uh, are you guys excited for Christmas? What do you remember about being a kid? Like, what was the coolest thing? I can remember a couple of things get I got for Christmas. I thought was really cool that that really stand out to me, like as a kid. And just, they weren't even like big items. I remember my first Christmas. I was like six years old, and I got He Man, and then I got a train track. With He Man, and I was, it was like the best Christmas of all time. I mean, He Man was the man. Yeah. And, you know, I had to, I, I mean, I got the castle, Skeletor, He Man, and I got, and, and what, I, what I, I, the only reason I remember this Christmas, because we got the train track, and my mom got this turf. And when you kneel on the turf, like it just tears the skin <laughs> off your knee. But I mean, like lately field turf, right? And it was terrible, but I loved it. I mean, it was that was just my my. I just remember that uh, it would just woke up and I'm like, oh my god, I got he man. I, I just went back to a kid just now. You hear that in my voice? I was a kid, yeah. <laughs> that's why. That's why I'm saying. I'm sure you little badasses probably didn't get shit for Christmas. Yeah, I was, between I was, you three. My dad's a, my dad's a mean old man. He's a Scrooge. He hates Christmas. I ain't get anything. Postal worker. No, <laughs> <laughs> no, we got we got whatever we wanted. Uh, 
I, my memories of Christmas are more family, just yeah. getting, a, you know, our whole. there's 150 uh, yeah, of you guys. Yeah, there's a ton of us, and we would always get together, all of us. And it was just, that's one of my memories of Christmas is that. A gift, as far as I can, a gift that I can remember actually is hilarious because I was about 10. And I still have this. I got a CD player. I was a little older than 10. I was maybe 12. Got a CD player for mm-hmm. Christmas, you know, my own little CD player. It still works. <laughs> I still got it. I remember, so a couple of things that stand out. I, I, I'm a Christmas person. Like Thanksgiving, eh, I, I used, to, used to work on Thanksgiving. Never think much about um, Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving, but Christmas, um, I remember growing up every year on Christmas Eve, my dad, my parents' family or friends would come over. So they would come over and my, my parents like to party, you know, they like to party. So, <laughs> you know, um, they were, I remember ha- trying to go to sleep, you know, I'm excited for Christmas and I could hear them out in the rec room dancing carrying on. I mean, like kind of old school house parties, right, right, you know? Right. Yeah. And uh, I remember specifically, I got up and came in there and my dad's friend, Charles, had, they were out there and he was kind of lit up and like falls into the <laughs> Christmas tree. <laughs> And my mom, of course, has her camera. There's a photo in one of the photo books of Charles in the Christmas tree with the tree over. The next morning we got up, there was tinsel everywhere, all kinds of shit. But I remember specifically, I mean, for years. And then um, as we got older, it, of course, it tamed, it got a little bit more tame. And it was uh, my friend Thomas and his mom and dad would come over. And um, and unfortunately, they're all gone now. Uh, even my friend Thomas has passed. But So I don't get to do that stuff anymore. But um, but as far as gifts, the one Christmas, the, the Christmas gift I remember specifically being like, wow, I didn't ask for it, but I got it. I got the WWF ring. Oh, yes. yeah, those were bad. And I got like four of the wrestling figures. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. And I got like Hulk Hogan, the Iron Sheik. Iron Sheik. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> Nikolai Volkov, I think, and maybe Andre, Andre the, the Giant. Giant. I was going to say he was pretty. And, yeah. but I think they had one of uh, maybe Bobby the Brain Heenan. Oh, yeah. They had a whole series. Yeah, they kept a making of them. them after that. But that's the one that really stands out to me. I mean, the toy that I played with and played with right. and played with because I could keep buying more yeah. and the collection just grew. So so what what do you guys, what is, what is like Christmas now for you, though? Like, I mean, I have kids. Um, and I'm gonna go first. So I have kids and now because of the way I grew up and, and my experiences, toys is not it. It's, it's all experiences. So, you know, what we, you know, what, what our goal is, and, and I wish I was a brainchild of this, but my bride was like, we should give them experiences. So we travel every Christmas. And go somewhere. Obviously, we're not going anywhere. I was going to say, year. this year's kind of <laughs> shot, huh? Yeah, it's, it's, they killed that. But um, So we, we, we give experiences now. We give them one or two gifts, and and, and we, we travel. So, you know, we're just, we're just waiting to go and take them somewhere. Yeah, that's that's kind of what we do now so, so that we don't so, – because you, you'll, forget, you'll forget the toys. I mean, you'll, you'll remember that one toy. Like, mine is He-Man. Yours is the wrestling. Yeah, I mean – And yours is – Whatever. That CD player. <laughs> yeah, whatever. So, so Yeah. Yeah. What, what, well, I what guess you, Christmas for me, well, one thing that I still do, well, for until last year, um, we visited my mom's family in Hurricane every year. Hmm. Last year was the first year I've ever missed it on Christmas Day. Oh, wow. And it was just because my schedule was thrown off, and by the time I got Layla back, we just didn't make it last year. And, of course, we won't get to go this year because of COVID, because um, the, the, uh, we have a member of the family that's actually battling cancer, so we don't want to expose her to anything so this will be another year that we don't get to go but um on christmas on christmas eve but that started when i was really really young and it went all the way through until just recently i would make a make a purpose to go so for me christmas is just being about being around your friend friends and family Mm -hmm. continuing that traditional stuff um you know and i usually go and visit my friend adolfo and uh, the torres family for years as teenagers we would go up there and like sit in the basement, drink beer on Christmas Eve and stuff like that. <laughs> and that just kind of continued through college. And we missed a few years here and there, but I would continue to go mm-hmm. and have gone every year the last 10 years. Won't get to do it this year, unfortunately. But um, but for me, it's about that continuing that tradition, seeing friends and family. I think just getting out and seeing people and, you know, that's Christmas to me. And And then, of course – when you know when Layla comes when she gets to my house on Christmas, um, it's that that view of Christmas to a child's eyes. You know mm-hmm. she's hell. She's been down there. I, my mom used to pull this one. I'd be sitting there looking at gifts, 
And I'm like, what is it? And my mom would say, smell it. She'd tell you to smell the gifts. Of course, I'm sniffing it, and I do the same thing to her. So it's kind of funny. She's like, what What exactly is this? And I'm like, I don't know. I'm like, don't shake it, but <laughs> smell it. You know, and she's, it, it doesn't smell like anything. But it's it's just Christmas to a child's eyes. I yeah. mean, at this point in my life, I'll be 45 this year, and that's what it's about. Damn, you I'm, I'm 40, so I don't, I don't have kids. So And they're honestly – my brothers don't have kids, so it's mainly just a family thing for us. We we used to go to our grandparents. Now all my grandparents are gone. They've been gone for years. So they lived in Chilean. We go to my aunt's house now who's still in Chilean, and we'll hang out with our family on Christmas Eve. And then Christmas Day, we usually go to uh, our parents' house, and that's what we do. But, <laughs> I mean, you know, Marshall actually plays Christmas Day this year, so I imagine I'll watch some football. There's an NFL game as well. Thank God it's not the NBA all day. And all right. NBA starts. <laughs> all right, let's take a break. When we come back, um, we're, we're going to talk a little bit about West Virginia's season. Also, there were some awards, and then um, there's some coaching rumors. We'll talk about that in a second. Hey, my dear fans, this is Brian Joswiak. The Touchdown City Podcast will be right back. It's the start of fall in football here at Tony the Tailor. No one in the Mid-Atlantic does men's clothing like Tony the Tailor. Best selection of quality sportswear from Johnny Owen Brax. Huge shoe department featuring Cole Hahn, Donald Pliner, and D. Bianco. Jackets and suits from Hickey Freeman, Samuelson, and Talia. And of course, free alterations by Master Tailors. Tony the Tailor, 822 Virginia Street, downtown Charleston. 304-833-9403 or online at bestmastertailor.com. Wally's and Wimpy's Sports Digest, a West Virginia legend for three decades, is back. Get the scores, the schedules, special features. Wally's and Wimpy's has everything you need to get ready for the big game. High school, college, and pro sports, it's all in there. The Mountaineers, the Thundering Herd, every NCAA Division I conference, the Mountain East Conference, the National Football League, we've got it. Go to WallyWimpySports.com to find out where you can pick it up and how you can get Wally's and Wimpy's delivered straight to your inbox. Wally's and Wimpy's Sports Digest, back and better than ever. Well, here's to another trip around the sun, ladies. Another year older, and my foundation crack is another inch longer. I swear my porch just started sagging. What are you going to do, though, right? Mm-hmm. Well, you got that right. It's time to stop worrying about your foundation problems. Call Alford Home Solutions today and rest easy tonight. 304-464-9306. What's up, guys? This is Anthony Beck, former WVU tight end, and you're listening to the Touchdown City Podcast. All right, welcome back to the Wallies and Wimpies Touchdown City Podcast. And we're going to keep this segment a little short, but before we go, I do want to th- say this is going to be the last full-blown episode. We're going to take some time off. I'll periodically um, dump a show here and there. I've got some guys lined up that I'm going to um, interview. I'm going to try to get with uh, Mike Parsons, the former assistant AD at West Virginia, and talk to him and kind of do kind of those shows like what we did with Dell Miller, just talk some historical stuff. Um, so throughout the summer or the winter, you may see some of that. We'll get back together and talk some spring football. And mm-hmm. then, um, of course, we'll be back. So this will be the last. We, we're going to do about 15 shows a year. But uh, we appreciate you guys taking time. Um, it means something. When you, take, when, you, when you specifically take time to listen Thank to you. something, um, that means you've made an effort to, to listen. And I, I don't know why you listen. Yeah. <laughs> If you like hearing me rant. (laughs) But we do appreciate it. I don't want to be here. Not with him ranting. (laughs) But, yeah, we do appreciate you guys because, I mean, it's important. It's important to us that, you know, we do this for for you and, and, you know, really really we do it for Derek because we're trying to get him away from the TV on Sundays. Y'all run and let a little little steam off, you know, and ran a little bit. But – you know, again, West Virginia heading to the uh, – I'm going to check this real quick. Heading to the Liberty Bowl. I don't think they've announced an SEC opponent. I think it's going to be Tennessee, possibly. I would prefer to see them play UK. Well, I mean, my thing is, is if it's going to be Tennessee, I, will Tennessee accept a bid? They were 3-7. and seven. I don't know if they'll accept that. Man, I have no idea. I just can't see Tennessee at three of seven, and they just had some uh, allegations of cheating brought up yesterday. Ooh, ooh. cheating, cheating to yeah, finish they, last. They ha- Shocker. It's, it's something, ain't it? <laughs> but they did uh, the. the I, I, 
I I don't know. I just caught wind of it. Uh, the backup, well, the quarterback that was benched apparently rolled on the coach or his father rolled on the coach and there's a running back involved and another player involved that allegedly mm, took some money. They were held out of yesterday's game. Yeah. So, you know, they're having – and, of course, everybody that follows college football recruiting, if you follow it like I do, you would know why Tennessee's getting brought up on cheating with three and seven records because they probably get four or five five-star recruits every single year. Anyways, that's neither here nor there. I would think – I would hope it's Kentucky. I hope so, too. But, so, you know, I don't like to get into the rumor mill and message board stuff, but um, I guess there's a little bit of smoke to this. Have you seen – and we start, we talked a little bit about it last week. Navon off the air told us we were idiots because we – <laughs> we panned it, but uh, there are conversations and even mentions of Neil Brown being on the interviewee list at at, at Auburn. Yeah, it, I mean, and, and me being a former coach, I went to my I went to my handy dandy uh, site that uh, you can go and check. And I mean, most of the stuff on there is is accurate. And it said that you know there's one sitting Power Five coach that is uh, being interviewed. And guess who that is? Just one. Well, Neil Sarkeesian, Sarke, what's it, Sarkeesian. 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 He's going to get an interview. He's not a sitting Power Five head coach. I think that's what he means. Oh. Power Five head Power, coach. Yeah, Power head Five coach. head coach. Yeah. So it, it, it's Neil Brown, and I mean, where there's smoke, there's fire, and um, I, that's a tough job at Auburn. I I would be interested to see if he would jump that fast at West Virginia, but. You know he's not a West Virginia guy. He's a Kentucky guy. He's going. But he's coached, he coached at Troy. He, maybe he wants to go back down to Alabama. Let, let me let me say this about that Auburn job. First of all, Gus Malzahn probably shouldn't have been fired. I know you want to be Alabama. Listen, everybody wants to be Alabama. That's what I say. Every single fan base in this country, they lose a game, fire the coach. I mean, it's 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 immediate. Fire the coach. Fire the coach. Well, they're screaming about the D coordinator in Ma- Alabama right now. Yeah, oh, yeah. Malzahn, Malzahn had them in a national championship game when it was the BCS, right before mm-hmm. the first year of the playoff. He has beaten Alabama several times. He had them in the top four of the playoff, and they lost in the SEC championship game to Georgia. If you're telling me that another Power 5 head coach is not taking a look at that job and saying, okay, what do they expect there? Alabama's a freaking death machine. So they want us to beat Alabama, which is, I mean, that's the highest expectation to anybody right now. Yeah, but I mean, it's possible. Though. You, you're talking like it's not I, possible. No, well, it's that, possible. But, but, that's, but no, that's what I'm saying. Malzahn had beaten Alabama like three or four times here in recent years. You fire that guy because you think you should compete for the national title. Okay, fine. How many coaches are competing for national championships right now? Let's be true, two. honest. Two. 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 Every year. Maybe three if you want to throw Ryan Day in. We'll say three with Ohio State. Mm-hmm. We'll say Dabo, Saban, and Ryan Day. Well, none of those three are available. Right. So there's only one guy available, in my opinion, that can get these teams to the level they want to be. So if you want him, then you go to Fox Studio <laughs> right. and you get on national television and you say, listen, Urban, we got $15 million a year. Do you want it? And when he tells you no because he's still invested with Ohio State, then you go to the next guy. And the next guy is not going to have that national championship pedigree that you're wanting to have. Now, I'm not saying it's not possible to, to hit on a coach, but the expectations at Auburn are probably much higher than what the actual ceiling but of the I, job is I, right now. I like now. Neil Brown. I, I think Neil Brown has, has, has it. Whatever it is, I think he has it, to be honest with you. I think he's the next guy to start – in my opinion, I, I love I love his his demeanor. I love how he I love how he handles himself. He is he is a, a, a coach that reminds me a lot of a Nick Saban. Oh, he has that pedigree. I think that allows you to to see that he can do. The, in my I just I don't know why I see that in him. I just see that that type of effort in him. However, getting back to it, um, bye. If he thinks about it. Let him go, and let's go get my boy. The the faster the faster he does it, I, I agree wholeheartedly. If he's going to do it, tell us now. Don't make us wait until January. Don't make us wait until February. Just no. do it like a band aid, rip it off, and so West Virginia can move forward and get the next guy. Well, hard edge U- US, football. USA Today is reporting that uh, Neil Brown has been extended an invitation for an interview, and also UAB's Bill Clark as well. So there's two there's two head coaches. So and I'm just looking, you know, that's on a, a USA. It's the Auburn Wire on USA Today. Um, 
I still say it's smokescreen because they gotta go after. They're going to go after Hugh Freeze. I don't care. I, I want I want Rich Rod back. Well, if I mean I don't care I if, if he's going to go. If, but if he's going to go, I'm in that corner. Just just go so West Virginia can move forward. Don't don't like. And, and listen, listen. If you've got a good football coach, which we do, yeah, yeah. Um, he's going to be a candidate. Because yeah. these aren't saying that he is interviewing. Right. He is doing. He is a candidate. That means Auburn has him on a list. And in that, if you have a good football coach, there, he should be on the list. That happens. Uh, I never saw Dana Holgerson's name right. thrown around. That meant because we knew, I knew from probably season two, he wasn't a good football. That's coach. that's right. the that's the sign of a good staff as well. Like if your coaches are leaving for bigger and better, like right. if you have a wide receiver coach say that leaves for an offensive coordinator job or a defensive coordinator that goes on to be a head coach, that's going to happen. Your coaches are going to get poached. Uh, that's a good sign. Yeah. Like, look at out. Look at all the coaches from the Nick Saban tree that are coaching college football right now. Now, granted, none of them are Nick Saban. Let's be honest. But you know, look how many coaches he's had that's been assistants that are now head coaches. Yeah. So that's the key. I mean, you know, there's nothing wrong with with your coaches. No, I, I mean, I, I agree. I mean, I think he he is he is a, the, the next up and coming. Um, but if he's going to go, let him go. We want Rich Rod. I, I mean, I, I would love to have Rich Rod if he decides to take that job. Uh, I put it out there. We're going to get some people yelling at us. It's okay. For the record, I did not say that. It's fine. Hey, listen. I <laughs> no. actually, I agree with you. I know there's a lot of um, I know there's a lot of issues, and there would be a lot of hell raising that would go on initially with the Rich Rod hire. But uh, you know, the second you start winning, all that goes that's away. all that goes away. That I don't care who gets the head coaching job. I want somebody that's going to win. I don't care who gets it. Just win. And just for the announcement, as we leave, the breaking news, dun, 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 Don Nealon is the new head coach at Auburn. <laughs> no, West Virginia will take on the Tennessee Volunteers in the Liberty Bowl, which are not exciting to me. I mean, it's cool to see them play Tennessee. It's not your, it's not your granddaddy's Tennessee football team. Tennessee smoked three. them. They're three and seven. We just beat the crap out of them two years ago or a right. year ago in the opener. I just that, that that game does not excite me. No, it'll give me something to do on New Year's Eve. You know, I can start drinking a little earlier. But I probably the, won't make it to midnight anyway. I don't even drink, and I won't make it to midnight. Yeah, that's not a very exciting football game. But anyway, you know, at least they're getting to play. The guys are getting some extra extra practices. Um, you know, I, I don't think as a I'm 44. You say we're going to play Tennessee when I'm 20. I would be excited. These kids today, they're like, that's a garbage-ass team from the SEC. We right. must be going to be playing Vanderbilt. I hope our kids like Rocky Top. Uh, <laughs> I hope they hope that dog gets fleas in the mange and rolls over. Jeez. Damn, that's harsh. Right I didn't say you. die. I just said rolls over. I know. I was just, that's harsh. I, the, the thing is, though, is honest, honestly. What's that dog's name? Smokey. Smokey. <laughs> oh, my. Honestly, though. Here's the crazy thing about that. When is this game? You said New Year's Eve. New Year's Eve. They may not even have a head coach at that point. They may ha- they may fire that head coach Jeremy Pruitt before the before the bowl even gets I'm, here. Again, I'm shocked to see us play Tennessee. I can't believe it's Tennessee. I, that's just that that does nothing in my opinion nationwide and and e- like that does nothing as a matchup for people. No. I don't think people. Are I'll be curious to see game. where uh, UK ends up now. Yeah. And if maybe, they take a bowl. If they take, they may maybe opt they, it out. Maybe, maybe they, they opt it out. Yeah. I don't know. But, again, um, you know, as we said at the top of this segment, um, we're going to take a little bit of a break. Um, I'll do some stuff throughout the course of the winter and the spring. We'll get back together do a spring show, and then we'll be back for um, for football next year. But uh, for you basketball fans, I'm actually producing a podcast, uh, the Press Virginia podcast with Billy Hahn. So make sure you go over and check that out. Uh, it's it's Coach Han's show. I'm just a, bu- a button pusher, and uh, he's got some really cool stuff lined up. He's going to be able to actually get some some of the scouting information for some of the games. He goes to practice. He still goes for a retired man. I don't know why he goes to practice so much. For the love of God, beat Kansas. <laughs> yeah, Tuesday night, West Virginia, Kansas. But, again, thank you guys so much for checking out Season 1 of the Touchdown City Podcast. Gentlemen, I, I know this thing kind of came together quick uh, back in the summer, but I appreciate you guys coming on. And coming out every Sunday and doing this with us, uh, doing it with me here, and um, I, I have I have a lot of fun. I love to get together and talk football, college football, West Virginia football. And uh, when I was putting, I'll be honest with you, when I was putting together the team, um, I, I I thought I need to go for um, you two were my top two targets just because um, 
Derek Derek is like an encyclopedia. Yeah, he knows know? everything. Jesus. And then of course Avon. I, I'm one. I'm glad Avon lives here in Charleston now. Yeah. Whenever he told me he because he was him visiting when he was coaching in Canada. Yeah, he was here visiting. He was here and he was what were you like? You were studying something and you're like I'm going I'm going to go interview for a job here in Charleston. And uh, so he ended up staying. So yeah. it's good to have Avon in Charleston. So he, you were the guy I was going to go after um, immediately when I was going to do this. So I'm glad you guys are on the team. And uh, we've got a big, hopefully a really big announcement to make in the next month or so. We'll get to that. We'll, we'll release that stuff on social media. Awesome, man. Hey, happy new year. Uh, Merry Christmas. And uh, we look forward to going doing bigger and better next year. Yeah, happy holidays, everybody. Thanks for listening. And I'm with Avon. Bigger and better next year. Should be good. Yep. And hopefully, don't and hopefully we're normal next year. Hopefully we get a normal football season. Please make it normal. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm going to try it. So, I'll, and I'll let you guys know. If you guys want to go up to the Maryland game, I'm going to go up to that. Um, first game of the season. Try to check that out. Spend a couple of days in D.C. and see my nephews. But uh, we're going to try to, you know, get out and see the people next year after I get my vaccine. <laughs> You're probably already immune. <laughs> Maybe. All right. All right, guys. Thanks for checking it out. And don't forget, if you ever want to buy any merch, any shirts, anything like that, go to touchdowncity.com. Thanks for listening. Oh, oh.